From the newsroom of Impact Alpha, this is your Impact Investing Briefing for the week of Friday, February 28th, 2020. I'm Brian Walsh. In a moment, I'll talk with Impact Alpha's Dennis Price about the surprising opportunity in small and first-time fund managers. And later, we'll introduce this week's Agent of Impact. But first, here's what you need to know from this week in Impact. Fears about the coronavirus have caused a sharp fall in global stock markets, as officials have struggled to contain the spread of the virus. In Impact Alpha, Amy Cortez laid out the need for what has been termed pandemic lens investing to catalyze private capital for potential solutions, like community resilience and vaccine development. Prudential's impact investment portfolio has surpassed the $1 billion mark. When the New Jersey-based insurance giant committed this amount back in 2014, they sent a signal to the market that impact investing was ready for prime time, particularly since these investments come from its balance sheet, not its foundation funds. Overall, Prudential manages more than $1.5 trillion in total assets. J.P. Morgan Chase is playing catch-up on climate. Under pressure from investors and activists, the world's largest financier of fossil fuels will quit funding new oil and gas developments in the Arctic and impose new restrictions on financing coal companies. In a leaked internal document, the bank's own economists have warned that climate change could cause catastrophic outcomes and threats to human life as we know it. Impact investors are outperforming all other asset managers on gender diversity. That's the standout finding from a new analysis from Russell Reynolds Associates. Of the 76 impact firms they studied, 40% of senior leadership positions were held by women, compared to only 4% in the broader asset management industry. Now it's time for this week's feature story. In impact investing, smaller and newer may mean bigger and better returns. This week, Impact Assets, a nonprofit San Francisco-based financial services firm, released its annual list of private capital impact fund managers. Known as the Impact Assets 50, the list is intended to illustrate the breadth of impact investment fund managers operating today. I'm joined by Impact Office Dennis Price to discuss this year's list. Hey, Dennis. Hi there, Brian. All right. Alongside mainstays such as Calvert Impact Capital and HCAP Partners, this year's IA50 list includes more than a dozen promising newcomers. Why should investors be paying attention to these new funds? Well, it's actually really interesting. Despite investor perceptions of risk of these funds, they may actually generate outsized returns. Emerging managers have new ideas. They have innovative theses. They have real-life, if not by the book, experiences that set them apart. They also source lesser-known deals at better potential valuations, which is what all investors want. There was this really interesting finding from a Cambridge Associates um, and Global Impact Investing Network study from a few years ago that found smaller and first-time impact funds actually outperform their conventional non-impact peers, as well as other impact funds overall. That's significant because these young funds often face obstacles raising capital from investors who insist on seeing the, 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 the track record or have big checks to cut, but aren't able to take more than, let's say, 20% of a particular fund. And it turns out they may actually be missing this opportunity. Small and emerging funds also are high impact. Um, when we pushed the story out this week on Twitter, Brian Murray from Shift Capital in Philadelphia noted that only by supporting such small and first-time impact managers will the industry really start to usher in women and managers of color to the space in meaningful numbers. Allie Burns, who heads up Village Capital, 
flag the need to incentivize the ability for funds to actually stay small. Um, that it shouldn't just be first-time funds that play at this high-impact catalytic stage of investing. Uh, Burns, of course, is talking about the difficulty in making the economics work of smaller funds that rely on traditional 2 and 20 venture fund fee structures, which basically means fewer assets, fewer fees for managers. So on this emerging manager list, who else stood out? So a lot of funds that we've actually been covering in Impact Alpha, uh, C-Note, a firm that folks have possibly heard about, Cap uh, Berman's suite of fixed income products that helps investors steer their idle cash into community investments, Illumin Capital, um, which is nearing its first close. Um, Illumin is Darren Dodson's impact fund of funds that's helping fund managers try to achieve outperformance by removing bias from their investment processes. Uh, and then there was a group called Raven Indigenous Capital Partners, an indigenous-led firm up in Canada that's providing for the sector, rare early stage equity capital to indigenous enterprises across the country. So that's a lot of good examples of emerging and first-time fund managers, but what else stood out on this year's IA50 list? Well, so this year there were 11 managers on the Impact Assets 50 that now have a billion or more in assets. U.S. firms such as Turner Impact Capital and Lime Timber Company, European managers Incofin, Finance in Motion, and others, um, and of course Leapfrog Investments, domiciled in Johannesburg, which has raised three funds targeting healthcare and financial services for emerging consumers in Africa and Asia. What I found interesting is that a few years ago, nearly a dozen impact fund managers with a billion dollars more than a billion dollars in assets would have been the headline here. Um, and of course, it's important, but it's really now just another sign and signal of the maturity of the market. All right. Well, thanks so much for filling us in on that reporting, Dennis. And welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now it's time for this week's Agent of Impact, Ellis Carr of Capital Impact Partners. Carr is a key figure in one of the more underappreciated stories of impact investing over the past few years. Public bond markets have become a reliable new source of capital for development finance institutions that lend to low-income communities. Since becoming Capital Impact's president and CEO in 2016, Carr has raised the profile of the 37-year-old organization, expanded its partnerships, and sharpened its focus on racial justice. The community lender has raised some $160 million since 2017 with its capital impact notes. These are effectively corporate bonds, products that the capital markets recognize and understand. The notes are issued every month and have an A rating from S&P Global. They've made Impact Assets 50 list three years running. You can see Ellis Carr and all of our agents of impact on Instagram, at Impact Alpha. That's it for your impact briefing this week. You can read more about all of these stories at impactalpha.com. Only subscribers receive full access to Impact Alpha content, including deal flow, job postings, and a Slack channel. For our podcast listeners, we're offering your first year half off. Use code BRIEFING50 at checkout to become a subscriber today. Thank you for listening, and thanks to our producer, Isaac Silk, who also wrote our theme song. I'm Brian Walsh, head of impact at the fintech company Liquinet. Make sure you check back next week for the latest impact investing news.